Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm Randy Bushover. The show is designed to shine a spotlight on local business as a driving force in our lives. And if there's a local business or service you'd like to see featured on the program, send me an email at randy.bushover at entercom.com. And... One particular project downtown that continues to get a lot of attention is the uh, work being done at the Buffalo Grand Hotel. With us to talk about the latest and maybe some more doings at the Buffalo Grand is developer Harry Stinson. Harry, welcome back. So what exactly is new? What um, I mean, you've got <laughs> what all kinds of things going on simultaneously, I would imagine, as far as the, getting things up to speed there. Well, that's the nature of the It's a huge building. I mean, it's seven acres, 600 rooms. There's as much convention space as the convention center. It's a little village unto itself. So you know, changing, changing the, bringing this back to its previous existence as uh, the social heart of the city has been challenging. But it is an event hotel. It's a huge place, and, and that has been our focus. It isn't. Uh, we know we're not a little boutique hotel. We're not working on the charm factor. We're working on on the scale of it. One story that has been getting a lot of play lately is the chapel, the Frank Lloyd Wright Wedding Chapel, which um, for those of us who haven't heard, <laughs> basically it's a design for a wedding chapel that Frank Lloyd Wright did for a hotel in Berkeley, California in 1958. He then passed away. The thing was never built. So we uh, found the design with the assistance of uh, Jim Sandoro, who is the Piercero Museum. And he uh, suggested we look into this. And it is a cool little design. It looks like sort of a flying saucer. And it will come right out in front of the hotel. We are actually before the planning board this week, or next week rather, um, it's getting a lot of attention, and it uh, it will be done by the end of the year. So we're already having people book their, their weddings. It's not big. It's only 59 seats, but we'll have to put a whole line next to it. Right. So obviously, as you just mentioned, there are still some I's to dot, T's to cross. <laughs> when are you expecting to be able to start work on this, and how long do you, you expect it's going to take? Because obviously you indicated not very long. No, it is very small. So it will be done by the end of the year. All so, right. So uh, we, we expect to get started on the actual work of it in the summer. And also, just as an interesting aside, you have a local firm uh, that is actually working with you on this uh, project, There will right? be a lot of local firms on it. Uh, Laura Mongoose is the architect right now that, that's handling the design part of it. But a lot of people have come out of the woodwork literally saying, you know, we have these, you know, we have these special types of grills. We have, uh, we have the copper for the roof, etc. We had a group call us out of Minnesota, and they had a Frank Lloyd Wright house that they had just gutted the interior of. Now, I don't know why someone would buy a Frank Lloyd Wright house and then gut it and renovate it, but apparently they were able to do this. And the guy said, look, I I got people calling me. They want a little piece of this, a little piece of that. I'm just driving me nuts. If you'll take the whole lot, I'll give you a good deal on it. So we bought the whole lot, and we have two tractor trailers of interiors from Frank Lloyd Wright House that we'll use to actually finish the chapel. And uh, I know we touched on this the last time you were here, uh, the the chapel in general. Was there a specific reason why you chose that particular structure to add to the uh, the amenities that are going to be at the Buffalo Grand? It's an obvious compliment to a hotel. 
hotels are a big business in, in this town, in any town. The weddings happen, you know. And uh, so it just seemed like something that was, it's not only a feature that is usable, but it's an architectural landmark. It will sit right out in front of the hotel. It's not a little room in the inside. It will sit right out in the front by the fountain. It has a little fountain waterfall of its own underneath, sort of like falling water, the house he did. And it will be a landmark. It has a 40-foot copper spire on the top of it. When you're going off the Skyway or on the Skyway or on one nine, it's right there. It will be a showpiece. It will identify the hotel itself. I mean, that is what we're focusing on, is events. We're opening a Yuck Yucks comedy cabaret in the hotel uh, where the old uh, club used to be, Look Up, on the main floor. So a 300-seat comedy club, which will also have music with it as well. So it'll be an entertainment destination. You know, we're putting things in there so groups are uh, are attracted to the hotel. We're opening our own pizzeria. It drives me nuts. And I'm at the front desk, you know, watching the pizza boxes come in the door, don't that are coming in the door. I think, if we only had a dollar for every driver that showed up here, we'd make a fortune on it. But we set up our own pizzeria right there. Wow, that, that is very, uh, very, very cool. Now, the Yuck Yucks, just to get back to that real quick, are you looking for, well, obviously some local acts will appear unnecessarily. They will be locals, but yes. uh, are you trying to book like bigger name? Absolutely. Types? A friend of mine, Mark Breslin, started Yuck Yucks about 40 years ago. I was in the restaurant business in Toronto and Yorkville, and he was opening Yuck Yucks, and I had this little place called the Groaning Board Restaurant. And uh, so we've known each other a long time, and we were doing a filming in Toronto a few months ago, and Mark and I were waiting for our shot on. And uh, I was thinking, what? Put a Yuck Yucks in the hotel. So we came down, took a look at it. We chose the room. And yes, we will have a headliner as much as possible. So I told them, don't just you know, cut short on the budget on this. If you see a headliner you can get, a Seinfeld or John Cleese or somebody like that, put them on there. You know, because we, we have the ability with 26 different banquet rooms to go from the club at 300 seats. If the guy lays an egg, we can put him in a small room. If it's a big one, we can put him in the main ballroom and put 2,000 people in there. Sure. Talking with developer Harry Stinson. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. Buffalo Grand Hotel, the subject. And uh, while we're on the subject, it's not like the hotel is closed. You're still open while you're oh, still no. kind of doing it's the renovations. 24-7. Right? It's the hotel business. You know, gets a little more exciting on Friday nights, but it's it's a 24-7 business. Another thing that's been interesting there is we brought two very key new staff members on. And it's, it's sort of been exciting to me that they decided to come um, David Lackey is uh, our new dis- uh, director of sales, and he comes actually from having been the Convention Tourism Bureau here, working at the Convention Center with Ellicott Hotels for many years. You know, everybody kept saying the same thing about David. He knows everybody. He just knows everybody. Everybody knows Dave. So it's been great that he's come on board, and Daniel Bamrick who is our new general manager, uh, started out at the hotel in 1979. He was a a waiter and a banquet captain and went off to work uh, most recently at the Peabody Hotel in Memphis, Tennessee for many years. Very famous hotel. And very hands-on, chef originally by training. I mean, it just... It was inspiring to me that he's there at breakfast, he's there at lunch, he's there at dinner, he's there at clothes after the concerts. He's hands-on. He's busting tables. You know, very much a, a, a traditional old hotel manager. I mean, hotels these days have become businesses. They're a franchise. You know, and the, the owner is some guy in an office building somewhere, and he gets his reports, and he manages by email. Well, Dan's an old-fashioned, hands-on, shake-hands-with-the-customer-manager makes a big difference to a hotel of this scale. Yeah, absolutely. Where are you uh, as far as the timetable for getting the renovations done on the rooms? <laughs> Is there like a percentage you could put a number well, to? Well, it's, it's like the, you know you dig a hole in the, in, a, in the beach and the water pours back into the hole. You just keep going with it. 
Um, we've resolved the format of what we're doing. By the uh, end of the year, we should have all the rooms done. We're just starting on the process now. We're going to motor through from the bottom up to the top down. So one floor that we are going completely over the fourth floor will be a team hotel. So, at, or team rooms rather. So they'll have bunk beds. You can put four people in a room and a little seating area and kitchenette and so on because we get a huge number of groups and teams. And, you know, it's, my daughter was on a skating team and you know, they go to these hotels across the country and they jam them in the, you know, in the Holiday Inns and get the rollout cots and everything and they'd share a bed. And so they'd put five people in a room and very uncomfortable. And, you know, it is the same way with groups that are on a budget. So we'll we'll set up the entire floor so you can put cost effectively and comfortably teams in the rooms. We have sixty six rooms on a floor. Most hotels in Buffalo have sixty six rooms. Period. So on a whole floor, we can contain the noisy ones. <laughs> so <laughs> right. put the people who want quiet on the ninth floor and the teams on the fourth floor, and then as well there'll be a whole adjacent playroom for them. So they have a go nuts area as well. Yeah, you mentioned skating, and that brings to mind uh, things like the uh, the Frozen Four have has yes. been here recently. The high school was sk- a busy uh, championships bunch. for a uh, high school hockey. Yes, and uh, some other event, some other uh, big events have been around. So I imagine that you've gotten some. People that, of course, necessarily entertain a night or two at the Buffalo Grand Hotel. Yes. What has been the response from them? I, I obviously, work in progress. As it's discussed. a work in progress. I won't say everything's gone perfectly. It certainly hasn't given. You know, you have, if you have that many five hundred rooms, you know, you figure, oh, we only had two or three disasters tonight. That's pretty good. Um, the response has generally been good. Is that you know, wow, you're you're bringing this place back. We always have stayed here, and you know, it's seen better times, which is true. So the comments have generally been constructive. Um, you know, often that's how you learn things from the guests saying, you know, what we'd really like to see is, you know, or, you know, what they once had once was. And so you got to listen to that a lot. But the whole decor is changing. It's evolving. What's been more important is simply the service. I mean, you can go to a place and if, the, if it isn't the latest bedspread in the room, you know, but the service is great and you like the people, you come back. But, you know, if everything's spit and polish and slick and modern and new, but the service is terrible and the people are annoying, you don't come back. It's about how you're taken care of. So that's what we're trying to really focus on. Yeah, and uh, as we discussed, the timeline uh, with the rooms and then the chapel, and you had uh, just mentioned that the completion for that by the end of the year. So what does that leave you with uh, to work on? <laughs> everything, well, everything from you know fixing the walk-in coolers. We have what I think thirteen walk-in coolers to It's just it's it never ends. You know, I want to relocate the the um, the gym area, put a better pool in there. You know, put it in a better position. Right now, the originally the um, the area that is in our convention center was once a health club. It had the tennis courts and the running track and so on. So the pool is right in the middle of the banquet area. So you know you have. <laughs> Sometimes a bit of a culture clash there with the activities, but there's just a lot of uh, synergistic things to change. The other major thing in the future, which will, which definitely is a work in progress, is the conventions that are aspect, and that has been a subject in the papers for other reasons. Is that the city, I think, both from top, bottom down, needs a new convention center. And we have the space to build that, and we have an equivalent size already to it. We have two acres unbuilt right on our land. So my intent is to add that extra 100,000 square feet of meeting space to the Buffalo Grand Hotel so we become the de facto convention center. Save the taxpayers a few hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, definitely an intriguing idea for sure. Something else we need to mention before we go here, Harry, uh, that part of what you're doing down at the Buffalo Grand Hotel, these business networking happy hours which yes. are coming up. 
and uh, interspersed with throughout the uh, the course of the year here. Did I see right the the next one or the biggest one perhaps June. Wednesday June twelfth? That sounds yes. right. Yes, you did. And this is you don't exactly have to, what it sounds like, right? Not difficult to qualify. You show up, <laughs> <laughs> you get a badge. That's that. Yeah, I mean, that's our intent is to bring people into the hotel, to introduce them to the staff, to remind them of what's there. I mean, so many people come in and say, yeah, I haven't been here for years. And you show them around, I've forgotten how big this place is. It is huge. So that's our intent is to showcase at that time, you know, what what the place was, what the place is now, and what it will be. And we'll hear the feedback. That, that's huge, just talking to people face-to-face. You don't get that on Instagram. Right, and, and as you said, reacquaint them with uh, with how things are going. And uh, struck by the fact that uh, obviously you're known to be hands-on and certainly have spent uh, quite a bit of time here, specifically with that project. Uh, I think we asked you last time, too. Any eyes on anything else in the pipeline here? Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually looking at a couple of other buildings, uh, historic buildings. Um, I've always had my eye on the central terminal, and, and I still remain very interested in that building. Part of the reason for buying the uh, hotel, the Adams Mark, now Buffalo Grand Hotel, was that because uh, I think part of the challenge I had in trying to strike the deal on the terminal was credibility. I mean, this guy from out of town, how do we know he can pull this? This is a big tra- project. How do we know he can do it? And, you know, the Buffalo Grand is the same size, 600,000 square feet, you know, big piece of land, large building, a lot of work needed. So this was sort of a credibility builder. Can he pull that off? And so I do remain very much interested in the Central Terminal, but I am looking at and have actually locked up another building of significant scale in the city, uh, which will be residential. All right. Well, looking very much forward to that. And, uh, Hopefully you kind of let us in on the on the on the sly on this a little ahead of everybody else, but that that's just me talking. That's <laughs> possible, but you know I don't want to <laughs> jinx anything. So sure. yeah, understood. Uh, again, with the eyes dotted, t's crossed, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, Harry, <laughs> always a pleasure. Uh, you know, make yourself acquainted uh, very shortly again back here in studios with us. State. I will come down and see us in June. Will do. Developer Harry Stinson talking up the Buffalo Grand Hotel. The chapel is coming, uh, coming along, and should be as he mentioned. Uh, even completed by the end of you the year. You can play and a little course, song and they're going to the chapel. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, again, I uh, want to mention the business networking happy hours, one of which is coming up Wednesday, June 12th, again at the Buffalo Grand Hotel. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930, WBEN. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.